Hello and welcome to If Anyone Cares. My name is Jarella James and we are so thankful that you're listening to this show, episode 46 with Samantha Frost, Sam Frost. I, I will say, there's a delay for this episode because I have a second hurricane barreling down on the city that I live in in the last 43 days. So forgive me if it didn't come out on the day that I may have promised, the day that I may have told Sam. Um, but I feel like I can get a natural disaster pass, especially since it's the second one in 43 days. I'm evacuated in Huntsville, Texas for the second time again in six weeks. So the show is still, we, we're still going to have episodes. This, we're going to have another one later this month. Whether it's going to be a guest, don't know yet. Maybe just another soliloquy about another hurricane. So who's to say? I am I'm hopeful for the future, but I'm also very thankful for the show. We got a fantastic show, Samantha Frost. Um, Sam Frost. Oh no, I keep saying Samantha. Sam Frost of uh, the University of San Diego decided to come on and, and join the show. Uh, she talks about video and editing and everything goes into that industry. But also she comes on to talk about orange juice and Jeeps and the difference between what she calls NorCal and so- SoCal, but for everyone else, it's Northern California and Southern California. So uh, we just have a lot of fun. We kind of go back and forth on that. So it's a it's a fantastic show. Anyone that listens to the show know it's, knows that I like to dig a little bit deeper into the actual human being behind whatever it is that they do. But I won't hold you up anymore. Obligatory social and podcast plug, though. At Rella James IAC on Instagram and Twitter, uh, you can find this podcast now on any podcasting platform. We got approved for everything else, so you can find it on any podcasting platform, including iTunes and Spotify. Um, send it to friends. It's 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 fall. It's autumn. Cuddle up with a with a nice blanket, some coffee, and a podcast. This podcast, and really just enjoy. Uh, one of the most wonderful times of the year. Uh, my favorite time of year is it's winter, but I'm, you know, I'm just um, have this severity to me <laughs> because I like winter. That's what someone told me one time. Uh, but no, I like winter. But no, a lot of people love fall. Curl up with a good blanket, pop some headphones, in and listen to if anyone cares. Um, it's a good time. But R and R also available. Every podcast and platform is a show I do with. Ryan Wentel, it's a lot like this, but it's us two going back and forth about different things all the time. The last show was about magenta and celebrity professors. Um, those sounds like two very different items, and they were. So just kind of a, a fun riffing, shooting the bleep podcast. Uh, tonight's I would recommend, and yes, I am a little bit biased because I, I do host it. But um, check those out. Check out the, the social at Riley James IAC on Twitter and Instagram at if anyone cares underscore on Twitter for the show. And uh like I said I won't hold you up anymore. Samantha Frost, Sam Frost, did it again. Sorry Sam. On if anyone cares. Episode forty six. Hit the music. On the line today, somewhere near San Diego, California, is a woman that I met over the internet through a friend that I also met over the internet. She is just one of the most talented videographers and editors I think maybe I've seen in in quite a while. Then again, I just turned 20, so my life experience and world experience is not a tremendous amount, but... Through those 20 years, she puts together some of the best videos and some of the most artistic, creative things I've seen on the internet. And she also has the most baller name of all time, which I just, I'm so, I wish I had the last name Frost because it's so great. Miss Sam Frost. Sam, thanks for making time for the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. How long have you had the name Sam Frost? (laughs) <laughs> since i was born i mean <laughs> samantha frost for full but sam i pretty much as soon as i came out i was sam i was destined to be and you said i'm the only one to ever make that comment about how cool your name is um 
I mean, it's come a little bit every now and then throughout my life, but I think you're the one that's really, really going for it, <laughs> saying how cool it is. Now, I get a little taken back every time. <laughs> I cannot wait to t- just type out 46 period Sam Frost. Like, it's just going to look so cool. I cannot wait. Ah, uh, that's great. Anyways, you go to the University of San Diego. Yes. Not San Diego State. No, not San Diego State. That's the other school. Yeah, those <laughs> those those posers. <laughs> not, I mean, okay, they're the Aztecs. What are you guys? Uh, we're the Toreros. <laughs> what is a, what is a Torero? Um, to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure that they were the ones that hold the flag that would taunt the bull, I think. Oh, so a bullfighter. I think. I'm not 100% sure, but, which is kind of bad, but I'm I'm a senior now, so I should know by now, but it's the way it is. (laughs) The San Diego Bullfighters, that's a great name. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, the Toreros. Look, okay, so your school colors are like light, bl- like this teal, light blue-ish in white. Is that right? Yeah, it's about, we have about three of them. Um, it's a baby blue, which we try to make our most prominent. And then we have white and navy as kind of our complementary colors. Okay, so you, so you have this, right? It, if, I, a, if a Torero is... The guy who holds the the red sheet in front of the bull, the bullfighter. Why isn't it red? I feel like red would be like the best color for this. I know I know the guys down the street use it, but you know, like I really could, I really could not tell you that one. Well, I, I was, that's just confused. I think maybe that's why I get confused as to what a torero is, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's not I mean, adding up, but I, I know you're only a senior, but you also make all the decisions, and you started the university in my mind. So, I mean, I'm just asking you all the questions that I normally would ask someone in charge. Oh no, no, those decisions are out of my hands. They, um, they, they were definitely made long before I was there. <laughs> I just have um, helped bring it to life a little bit more. You did. You have a uh, a video page, which I I found your video page first, and it is it is just simply incredible. You have a, a bunch of stuff, some personal stuff, but like a lot of you know San Diego sports and and just really well put together things. Have you have you gone out and done other things besides the college sports, or are you just mainly sticking with San Diego sports? Um, I definitely have San Diego as my main priority um, right now. It's been that way for almost two years now. Um, so I always take into consideration them before I take on any personal projects because in my mind they are my number one priority. But I have done personal projects on the side. Time normally comes to me in the midwinter um, or summer times when uh sports aren't really that relevant or we have um uh, a school break and i normally take a week or two off during um the winter time so last year um during winter i was filming a wedding and photography or photographing a wedding as well um which was really nice it was one of the baseball coaches and his uh now wife um she at the time i always i just i watch those people at weddings and they're just kind of bouncing around they're bebopping they're never in the way which is just one of the most impressive things to me but like they're just kind of bouncing around hanging out and it's just what what comes of that what when you watch the wedding video like six weeks later when it's done it is so incredible so i I, I see those people at those weddings and they're usually kind of dressed up, but they're not dressed up. And I, I just, wedding videographers are, are one of, like it's the profession I wish I can do because they look so cool and you see the end product and it ends up being great. How is filming a wedding different from filming like a, a, a baseball game though? Like what what's the different steps? 
Oh gosh, <laughs> completely different areas. Very drastically um, different events in life. Yeah, different event. I mean, the way I see it, every event, every interaction, every person, they all have some sort of story towards them. Um, and that's what I think of first, I guess you could say, is how can I make this presentable? How can I keep people engaged with it? Um, what is what is there to tell? And with a wedding, it's it's kind of easy to know what to tell. There's, um, you just are presenting the day. What like walk us through the day? Those emotions. Um, is there any way to make it more sentimental and personal? For the one I did, like I would say, I would definitely um, didn't do your traditional <laughs> wedding video. But at the same time, it wasn't a traditional wedding either. It was very small, intimate gathering of close friends um to the bride and groom um family and um they both uh had this prayer and their their wedding was pretty much centered around um this prayer and I could see how much it meant to them and when in the very beginning before they even um met at the altar they blindly uh, held hands behind their back and read each other um, and spoke to each other a sort of prayer and vows in a sense and I knew then that would be I didn't know they were going to do that I knew I had an idea that they'd probably do something along those lines but I didn't know to what extent and how, much, how meaningful it was so you kind of just have to pick up on how uh, what are those standout moments and for me I knew, I just knew I had to get that to the fullest capacity. And as soon as I got all the footage from that day, I, I knew instantly that that was going to be what was going to weave us through that entire video, um, was the moments beforehand, the moments during, um, when the kiss happened, the moments after, um, and just, you'll see there's, she's in probably three different places, the bride and groom and, uh, I tried to weave them up, weave them together as best as possible to tell that story. So it kind of just depends, um, but that's the mindset I go through with everything. With baseball, very similar thing. It's kind of about perspective and what do I want the audience to uh, experience through my eyes in a sense, um, but also in areas that they don't get to see normally. Oftentimes fans are left in the stands and I'm in the dugout. I have a privilege and of what I get to do with uh, the access I have from coaches. So not only baseball, but all of the teams, they give me an insane amount of access into their teams, their locker rooms, their, their entire dynamic pretty much. And that's what kind of elevates everything in a sense is we're able to present something in a way that people don't get to experience on the day-to-day um and it helps us show the personalities of in particular our baseball team um they're very goofy so we try to emphasize that as much and just make them more human instead of people you're watching geez sam what an answer I was it was so diplomatic, but it was also so like well said and presented in such a, a beautiful fashion. That was great. You you said to me when we had our initial call a couple weeks ago about doing the show, and then right before the show that you were a little bit nervous. If that's how you perform nervous, I can't imagine you performing in a calm fashion. That was incredible. Uh, thank you. What a Small gr- talk's a little hard for me, but when I talk about something that I'm passionate about, I, I find that it comes through a little bit more <laughs> in everything else. So, um, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It comes naturally. Um, <laughs> going forward, you know, kind of looking through this like this fourth wall of, of watching videos on the internet and, and, and me having experience editing videos and currently editing a documentary, which I will say a 20 minute episode 
five episode documentary. Very, very tough to edit. But you do this like on the regular. This is like your your full time thing. Can you explain to people out there so like they don't hear it from me and they don't get mad at me? Because people listen to the show, they're like have me make videos for them that complain about the time it takes. Can you explain to that human being or set of human beings that it takes more than like a, a certain period of time to do like a three minute video? Like, can you kind of explain how long it takes? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think it depends on what video you're doing um, or you're assigned to. So a documentary that's 20 minutes. Holy cow. I mean, that would take you some time unless you knew from a T what you wanted out of it. That should take some time if you want a good end product in it. So I kind of envy you because that's kind of the work that I want to do when I'm older is uh, somewhere along the lines of documentaries. But for a three-minute video or anything less, it really just depends on the content you're trying to collect. Um, For game recaps that I do, they take about... Well, they're meant to be about a minute long, kind of just give you a little recap of the game. Um, Those, now that I've kind of done them for a couple of years, they really don't take me that long. They take me more about two to three hours, depending on the game and what happened. Um, A more exciting game would probably be, I'd say it would probably go faster for me to edit and a game that's more or less exciting, um, I would definitely need to <laughs> think about that one for a little bit longer um, to make sure it's we're getting the max out of that video and it's serving its purpose. But for a game recap, it would, I would say two to three hours, depending um, for the editing process. The shooting process is all for whatever the game time is allotted. Yeah, so... Uh, but for... Wh- an intro video or something along those lines that takes planning. That's more of a creative project. It's you can make things predictable. Um, you can request things that you want. Whereas for game day, you kind of just go with the flow. You don't know what's going to happen. You can have a rough skeleton of, okay, they're going to do this to get ready. They're going to have their pregame dance. They're going to have a halftime with coach talks. Some action is going to happen in between and then they'll, break at the end for if they won or they lost either way so you can have that rough skeleton but for the most part you don't know what's gonna happen for intro videos and such you have complete control and i would definitely say projects like that take so much longer because there's an endless possibility of ideas that you can do and it goes into refining those ideas and really creating a good structure for you to go off of. I don't like doing things to a T um, that I create. I kind of like those in the moment things. So if an athlete is more comfortable doing something else, I go with it because I'd rather them be comfortable in the motions that they're doing rather than me try to force something and it end up looking forced. Um, so that whole planning process, I mean, that could go for days, weeks, depending on the project, the actual shooting process. I mean, again, depends what you're doing for me for an intro video. I try to get it done and, um, like the shooting process is done in one day for ideally less than an hour, less than two hours. Um, cause we want to be mindful of an athlete's time. They're very busy people. Um, And then the editing process, if you already have that structure created in the beginning, you should have a good idea of what you want to do moving forward. But that can always change. New ideas can pop up. Um, There's always something new being created in the creatives industry. Like I go on Twitter and you see just so much new content every day and you just build off of your ideas and get more of them. So that editing process, again, depending on what project you're doing, that could take a couple days because you want to look it over with fresh eyes nearly every day. Um, that could take weeks, just depending on the project. The fact that you just gave like a four-minute answer to that question is probably the, the best representation that it doesn't take a day to edit a two-minute project. The fact that like you went in that much detail and went over these different things, that's what it takes to edit a video is you have to micromanage every little second to make sure it doesn't suck. So like yeah. 
for the people that listen to the show that also have like videos being edited by me at the moment, can you just chill, please? <laughs> not not only is there a major national disaster that's we, we're still cleaning up. Two, even the even if there wasn't, I wouldn't be done by now. I told you November, so it's November. Okay. Yeah, that's... every second matters in that video. Like that's I think that's the part that gets lost a bit is we're not just putting clips together. We're making decisions as to why that clip is there. So if you were to ask me why is that clip there? Why do you have that music timed specifically for that moment? Why do you have a speed ramp going from X to Z X to Y or Z? <laughs> why why do you have like whatever it is? I want to be able to have an answer for you. I don't want to just say, oh, I think it looks cool. There needs to be a reason. Um, that's how I approach the work. People don't understand, Sam. People don't understand <laughs> what we do. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, but at the same time, it's not their specialty. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, I love talking about this stuff, so I, do, I have no problem re explaining to them <laughs> the amount of work it. Go, go into these things. No, it's it's definitely it's great to talk about, but like to have someone constantly ask you, like a child, "Are you done yet?" It's just ridiculous. Nevertheless, this I mean, I I don't feel bad for complaining. Actually, I take that back. I was gonna say I felt bad. I don't feel bad. <laughs> um, no, it's it's. It's this super long process. You gotta, like I said, micromanage every second. Look, scoring these things are quite possibly the hardest thing to go find music that you can use at a very cheap rate, but also still sounds good and like fits the moment. I don't know if you deal with like scoring a lot in your videos and like can like having videos with multiple songs in it but it is a very long process to even just sit down watch the thing have suggestions on a sticky note next to you and like go and find those things and have to adjust along the way um well for me we're very lucky um we're we have a subscription with epidemic sound i love epidemic sound great company Uh, huh great company yeah, That's great just, company. Yeah, great company. Honestly. Um, and they always have new music nearly every week. And I I love their selection. Um, it makes it really easy to find um, music that kind of just fits all genres. And it's a unique brand in a way. I feel like a lot of um, sports or colleges use a very similar um, music brand. But uh, for... For us, we have the ability to kind of just be uh, be flexible and work with epidemic, and it just it, I think it really works in our benefit. And I haven't had many projects where I need to change the music throughout the video. Um, honestly, going back to documentary work or even IGTV or IGTV videos, those are something I really want to take on. It's projects that can go in a little bit more um, on people's stories and such because uh, there's so many stories out there to tell. Uh, See, I, 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 huh? no, I, I was, I was going to expand on the IG, but if you have more, go ahead. No, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the IGTV thing, I think that's like the future of, of content because I can click on an Instagram TV video. If it's six minutes or less, I'm probably going to watch it. That's just how I operate as, as someone who just turned 20. Like, if, if it's, like, anywhere from six to, eight, or six to eight minutes, I'm in. Like, especially if it's a brand I like and it's someone I know that's going to make good content. I think that's kind of the future of what we do with these, like, short um, things that would normally be on television, but they're going to be on the internet now. Like, those short little, like, ESPN pieces or, or, or different news companies that like put these pieces together that would normally go in a news broadcast, you put them on Instagram TV and that's the way they are consumed now. Cause that's just the nature of, of Instagram and social media and, and kind of the culture that we're in. So, I mean, do like you said, those 
those player pieces where you kind of like really get to know the players and you interview them and you're out, you know, and you have the one to two hours with them. You talk to them, you, you have that comfortability to make a piece of content. Instagram TV is probably one of the best places because your target demographic is mostly college kids and a little bit older than that. People who like know these guys and want to know these guys more. I think Instagram TV is a great place to continue that. Um, mainly because it's probably one of the newer things. Like the whole Quibi thing, like I appreciated what they tried to do, but I don't think the 10-minute the market for television's there yet. But like definitely internet content, things that we consume, we can easily just pull it up on our phone and watch it. We don't have to like go search for it or anything. It's right there on Instagram. You can just pull it up and go. So I think Instagram TV is, is one of the greatest things ever made. Yeah, well, I was very glad it picked up as well um, because, I don't know, I've always felt that we were kind of, as a society, moving into less is more, which, yes, that saying does work, but I mean it differently. I mean, literally, less time um, is what will engage people, and we are starting to fall into less than a minute less than 30 seconds and that's things I have to keep in mind when I'm making my videos is is someone gonna watch a minute long practice video probably not so you have to put in maybe like 30 seconds and then you'll probably like keep the majority of people watching and it's like things like that you have to take an account for and honestly that was a little discouraging to me because I was like well why don't people want to watch things for longer and when IGTV kind of came out and started gaining traction to it people were engaged for longer periods of time um, and it kind of opened this new door and window for um, creatives to step through and try new things so very grateful for that coming out honestly and it's easier to consume things on instagram tv than it is on twitter twitter it's just it's kind of hard to be able to watch videos and, and it's just not as easy it doesn't look as as good it's, the presentation's not there that's basically what i'm trying to get at you just click on it and you watch it instagram tv is like a whole separate thing from instagram but it's still very much instagram like you just click the thing and it pops up and it's this whole different this look to it so that's something i think twitter probably needs to get on but i think instagram tv is the place to put videos because, I mean, for me, I'm not going to YouTube to watch something for six to eight minutes or six to eight minutes. I'm just not. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, I'm not huge on social media. I think you and I have talked about this before. Yeah, um, we're going to get to it. Trust me. We're going to get to it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> yeah. But YouTube and YouTube is my place. Like, I love watching DIY videos and how-to things and uh, just so much on YouTube. I love YouTube. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always love to, like, get the main reason why I have someone on the show out of the way first. It's like, yeah, let's talk about this. I want to give you a space to kind of talk about it. Um, and then I just, like, get super... Uh, like into the person like hey let's talk about you for a moment let's talk about how like these things are weirder than like the normal human being and that's one of the <laughs> things like you're just not that big on social or even that big on using your cell phone like for an actual phone you're a big email person which is just crazy to me yeah I don't know it's a little weird and I'm not really sure how this came about but I've always just had this thing every social media that's like come out I'm always like I'm not gonna get it and I I end up getting it because especially with like things with work which is even before I had this job um even before that like I would just have to get things to sort of stay up to date with things um and stay like in the know I guess you could say but I always go through about a year or two period where I'm like I'm not gonna get that I will not get it and <laughs> I end up getting it but I don't always use it like TikTok is kind of where I'm at with that right now all my roommates have TikTok and they're on it like all day and I'm just like I'm not gonna get it it's not gonna happen but <laughs> I love uh 
I love, there's like some social platforms that I really do love, which, which is YouTube. I um, credit like a few people to my knowledge of um, learning video, but definitely YouTube is big up there <laughs> on that, on how I like gained all my knowledge um, towards learning video and even photography for that matter. Um, but yeah. Well, there's a lot of credit that goes to YouTube. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how this came about. I think it was DM. I, I DM'd him like, Hey, you know, we have a mutual friend. Uh, we both work in, or we both used to work in Houston. Um, you know, I found you through her Instagram and I really like your stuff and blah, blah, blah. I want you to come on the show. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, what's the best way to get in touch with you? And you're like, email i'm like okay that's okay cool i can deal with that (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you you don't hear that from her 21 year old friends (laughs) okay cool i can i can make it work and you're like if that doesn't work we can dm i'm like that's much better that's much better because i do that very frequently it's just dm that's the whole reason I mainly have a job is because of DM. <laughs> so. yeah, I, I check my email so much. Like, if that's the place to find me, <laughs> if you ever need anything, email. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so funny to me. It's so funny. But no, it's, uh, it's great. I will say though, you are, you've been one of the most interesting human beings I think I've, I've talked to in a very long time. Just because... <laughs> Like, I don't talk to a tremendous amount of, of people from, from California, and I I found your Instagram, right? So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it for you if I can pull it up in time because <laughs> people need to follow you. It's at Sam Frost. Is that a double underscore? Oh, that's my um, that's my personal account. Okay, so <laughs> my, my video account is Frost underscore video. Is it is it a one underscore? Um, I think so. It might be two underscores. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty long. So I, it might be two. Anyways, just Frost <laughs> underscore video. If that doesn't work, Frost underscore underscore video. <laughs> I, I just came across all of this, and it's it's very good, and. I'm like, I want to know who this is. So I go and find your personal Instagram account and I start looking through. I'm like, this seems like one of the most interesting human beings I've ever met. And I found him like, yeah, that makes sense that she's from California. Like you just look like California. (laughs) I've been told that before. (laughs) I don't know what that really means. I've been trying to figure that one out, but (laughs) I guess. (laughs) No, I'm just going to let that one. Yeah, uh, I'll let that one sit. Let you still figure it out. I'm not going to be the one to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, but um, I want to talk about this dog. Which dog? The dog from today. Oh. So we're, I love dogs. <laughs> we're recording this on Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. Uh, this is probably going to come out. That's a great question. I don't know the answer to yet. It's going to come out in October question mark um but you were filming uh a tennis session this morning yeah i yeah before this i was just at tennis for two hours right now their facility is getting redone so they're at the barn center training uh our men's tennis and women's tennis occasionally but mostly our men's tennis team um and both our men's and women's tennis teams have dogs that they bring to practice. And they're so cute. This one was a cockapoo. Oh, today's. It was so cute. <laughs> I just... <laughs> you sent me the photo. <laughs> you sent me the photo. I'm like, this is a dog hanging out at tennis courts. It's so great. Yeah. That's well, a thing. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of, like, NFL teams that have, like, an office dog in the front office. And it's just, like, the dog's just hanging out, bebopping around, wearing, like, a collar with the team logo on it. I'm like, that's such a cool thing. Yeah, honestly. I mean, literally, these dogs follow their owners everywhere. So, the owners are, like, the head coaches. But, uh, 
I think it's the women's tennis. I'm I could be mistaken, but I think it's a wiener dog. But it's so tiny, and it's uh, or a dachshunds, what they're called. I yeah, think, officially. <laughs> but uh, it's <laughs> not the it's not the technical name of a of the dog. It's the wiener dog. <laughs> it's a dachshund. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. My mom used to have two dachshunds, but I couldn't remember on the spot. Um, but she, that dog just follows um, the women's tennis has coach like everywhere, and it's so cute. I take so many photos of them together when I get to go to their practices. And um, Cockapoo, whose name is Norman, um, <laughs> he he's like he's. I got so many videos of him today, just like. When the, when the men's tennis players warm up, they do these, like, fast footwork things, and the, the dog just, like, chases them everywhere and barks at them and just, like, tries to juke them out, and it's so funny, but also so cute, and I got so many videos of that today, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Will they be available on Instagram pretty soon? Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the question is because... how. The question is how many. How many videos? How many videos are you going to drop with that dog? Mm, I would say maybe just one. I'm debating. Like, I have enough footage of Norman to, like, make his own thing. But, <laughs> Do it. Don't, no, but no could, hesitation. No hesitation. Do it. But I could, like, just do a clip. I don't know. But there's just, like, those moments. Like, I always look for those moments. And I know people are like, Sam, why are you filming the dog? Shouldn't you be filming the sport? Well, the dog is interacting with the players, and the way the players interact with the dogs just shows off their, like, humanity, their human side, and it's and personality, which is kind of what we go for when we want to shoot and present our athletes, is we want to make them, hum- like... Humans? Human. Yeah, human. <laughs> I don't know what other way to put that. Like, you want to make them someone you can relate to, and... I mean, honestly, who does not like dogs? So, <laughs> I will say, and this is this is this is not great. I will say, I am not the biggest fan of dogs. <sighs> You're one of those. Not that I don't. I don't hate dogs. <laughs> don't hate dogs. I just, uh, I, I guess it's other people's animals. That like they get too rambunctious and they kind of like go everywhere. Like I don't hate, I don't actively hate animals or dogs. <laughs> like cats, okay. cats are great. Cats, <laughs> cats have like zero care in the world about a new human being. Dogs I are just like cats too. So I'm, I'm both. I can't say I can choose. I would be very happy to have either. <laughs> I can just imagine you like living. And like a single, like little one bedroom apartment in San Diego, just a cat and a dog just hanging out. Little my um, friend, well, my roommate, one of my roommate's best friends, but she's, uh, I sometimes, well, I have gone and shot um, her surfing before, but she, she has a pet. I think it's, what are they called? Uh, chameleons? Yeah. Uh, it changes, like, changes with the, what whatever they're blending into. Yeah. Yeah. Chameleon. I think it's called Mila. Like she has like a baby chameleon, just and she like takes it everywhere. It's so cute. That is. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, people have a bunch of weird animals. Like people are into snakes. People are into uh, like the like the big what what are they called the like it's just big lizards. <laughs> like people are just into and have some weird stuff. But I mean, it's great. I mean, do do whatever you want. If you if you like that animal in your house, go for it. <laughs> but chameleon seems actually pretty cool. Mm, my roommates just got hamsters too. <laughs> so <laughs> I usually save this for the uh, for the lightning round, which is five to seven random questions you'll have to go through later. Uh, you have to an- answer in ten seconds or less, which is going to be exciting. Oh, I, goodness. I feel like you're not going <laughs> to handle it well at all. And it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm not going to go well. <laughs> um, but if you can own a dog right now, maybe you already have one, but if you can own like any dog and, and have it, what, what would it be and what would you name it? 
Well, back home, my family is from NorCal, so uh, or lives in NorCal, and they have a schnoodle. So that's really, like his name's Maddie. He's a rescue. He's super cute. But I have to say, like, I'm really obsessed with this men's tennis coach's dog. It's a cockapoo. <laughs> like, it's so cute. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so maybe maybe a cockapoo. I wouldn't know what I'd name my pet, though. I'd really have to think about it. I'm one of those people who's, like, as soon as the name comes in, like, into my head, it just has to be that name. So I have to be very delicate about how I choose names. Because it can go anywhere around the board. Oh, yeah, I'd... Is is as odd as it may sound, I did that with my car. <laughs> it's like you just like you think of name, I'm like that's it, that's it, that's that's all it has to be. Yeah, my you, car's name is Finn. <laughs> what do you drive, Sam? Uh, a Jeep. A Jeep. Of course you do. You seem like a Jeep human being. You, you that's seem... what everyone says. <laughs> Like everyone says that. I like when you asked that question, I had a feeling you were gonna say that too. It's just so predictable now. Like I've been told that too many times. It's a little concerning. What kind of Jeep though? Is it like a, a traditional Jeep? Uh like the big I tires that can go anywhere. Like I forget what it's called. Mine's a two door, not a four door. And I tried to make it more unique. It's like a tan color. Because <laughs> um, normally you see like white Jeeps or black Jeeps or red Jeeps or something along those along those lines. But I tried to be a little bit unique. But, I mean, how unique can you be when you have a Jeep? <laughs> it's so basic. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> it just makes so much sense. Like did you just have a Jeep? That's great. I'm I'm so I'm so happy you have a Jeep. <laughs> just it's so good for the show. Um <laughs> I always forget to do that. Don't you have to do like a little signal when you drive past another Jeep, like give a peace sign or whatever? <laughs> I always I always like because of my job, like I know a lot of people that go to my school. Um, for that reason. Like mostly athletes, obviously, but like I know a lot of them because of my job and like, I can never tell if they're, like, waving to me or just waving to me because I have a Jeep. And it really, it really confuses me. And so, like, oftentimes, I, like, I just don't even signal back. So I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see it. didn't see you there. <laughs> just so I don't, like, just so I didn't, like, accidentally not wave to someone or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Is that a California thing? I, maybe. I don't I, know. I've I never was heard just of told, that. like, that's the normal when you get a Jeep. And I was like, oh, God. That is, that is not something I'm aware of. <laughs> well, it happens. Like, like, people do it. And, like, I, like, do it. But I do it, like, five seconds late. They're already driven past me. And, like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. That's not something we're told down here. And, like, you know, we don't have a ton of Jeeps down here, though. That's another thing. I feel like California is a very Jeep-heavy place. It's a lot of people with Jeeps. Yeah, I'd definitely say it's probably more of a SoCal thing opposed yeah. to NorCal, but you see a fair amount in NorCal as well. See, that's another thing I'm, I'm kind of I'm noticing talking to, because we've had people from Los Angeles and people from like all these different cities on the show before, but like just talking to them, and they say SoCal and NorCal, so like so freely <laughs> like <laughs> i obviously know what they mean in northern california and southern california but as someone not from these places i just say northern california and southern california <laughs> like we're so <laughs> accustomed to saying like the university of southern california when we're talking about usc so like to hear you just go freely between the two is just it's funny and also entertaining to me yeah well i almost feel like two different worlds to me because like i've Grew up in NorCal, but I live now in SoCal. And everyone says, like, oh, like, you seem like you should be from San Diego. Like, how long have you lived here? I'm like, oh, like three years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, uh, but there's a kind of a distinct difference between the two. So it's like, and then, but then I also, I guess the way I dress is more like, looks more 
NorCal or Washington or mountain like that's what I've been told and I'm like oh thank you <laughs> strange I'm I'm curious about um that, that, that's what, hold on <laughs> I had a question but now I have to go back to like what that means what is what is Northern California Washington mountain wear what what is that that style Honestly, like I, I struggled a little bit. I like I understand a little bit because like I, I really I don't want to go into like basics or stereotypes or anything. But I feel like when I'm in SoCal, I wear like jean shorts and a tank top very often, like those type of things. And then for NorCal, or like I'm a little bit more like either relaxed dress or like even more dressy whereas in NorCal like I feel like I'm always just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and like some greens and some like pastel greens and pastel blues like that mountain look or something I don't know <laughs> like that's how I interpreted it but like I'm not <laughs> no I'm still not 100% sure <laughs> what they were referring to but I get it quite often I'm just curious because we have our our biggest point here in Louisiana is 536 feet above sea level. That's our mountain. That is nothing. <laughs> so like mountain wear and like what that entails is just so interesting to me because I am not anywhere relatively close to a real mountain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the United States has some pretty tall mountains. Um, yeah, it's, it's just so weird. We have six different, like it's six different countries in one with all the different climates and, and, and geographical landmarks. It's, it's just, it's not the same country. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, my family used to go a lot and my uncle uh, lives up in Tahoe, which is in the Sierra Nevadas. Um, and that's like a, mountain range i guess separate or separating room between however you want to put it between like nevada and california and places like that um but yeah like that's that's more of what i think of when i think of mountain wear i mean i follow a lot of ski accounts because i love skiing but um they they though though what they wear on a day-to-day basis and what I wear, like I can see some similar similarities. So that's sort of what I've been associating it towards. Anyways, I'm like far off just reaching right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to steal that and just say it. And from like, like the North South South Cal thing, like I want to steal it and just like say it and casually in conversation with people from Louisiana. It's like, yeah, I'm from solo. Like, and just to see the reaction because it's a, you know, it's much similar to, to California. We're, we're so drastically different as far as culture from Northern Louisiana to Southern Louisiana. Like, I just want to say it like I'm, from, yeah, I'm from Solo and like, you're from, <laughs> you're from Nolo and it's just, <laughs> I just want to see what they say. I just want to see the reaction. Well, I know there's definitely like, you'll, you'll run into Californians that don't, say NorCal is SoCal, um, they'll be like, what are you talking about? It's Northern California and Southern California. Like, why are you saying that? Uh, I think I'm just used to it because of soccer for uh, the league that I played in, ECNL, um, when teams would arrive or leave or, like, the California teams would always go up. They were always labeled um, NorCal and SoCal. So that's why it's kind of stuck with me and it kind of just – flows off the tongue a little bit easier because I'm always just like, oh, yeah, we're playing that SoCal team over there um, from X, Y, and Z. Like, it just, like, comes off so easily because that's what they're registered as normally is, like, SoCal. <laughs> right. No, I no, I get it. I, it's, it's a great way to say it, and it seems like the most California way to say it, which is, like, the most relaxed way possible. It's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most relaxed way to say it. It's great. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for making time with the show today. Uh, I'm, I'm super happy uh, you decided to come on. We do have one thing to do before we let you go. It's the lightning round. Five to seven random questions. Answer in 10 seconds or less. Are you ready? 
Oh, goodness. I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think on the spot. (laughs) I feel like this is going to go one of two ways. (laughs) Me too. Let's go. (laughs) If you could have a dinner party with three famous people, living or dead, who would they be? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Probably, oh, I don't know. Mark McMorris, Maggie Bosin, and... Um, 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 there's this famous photographer that I really like, but I can't remember her name right now. Oh, Marina Alonso. <laughs> I love Mark McMorris. That's such a, it's such a great pool from like, we don't really get that answer a lot around here. Mark McMorris is great. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like the names I'm trying to think of are just like, come up. There's definitely a lot more. But those are the like, three that like came on to my mind first. <laughs> Uh, Mark Morris, I've tried to get him on the show several times. He he has not reached back. So if you have connections, please reach out. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite kind of sandwich? Oh, I'm very like regular. I just like ham and cheese. Oh, okay, you know what? No, PB and J. PB and J. I make that almost every day for lunch, which sounds kind of bad, and I feel a little cringy saying that on a podcast, but it's the truth. <laughs> Hey, be you. Whatever, whatever you want to do, we're not here to judge. This is if any, this is if anyone cares. It's like the whole gimmick of the show is like, you know, just do whatever you want. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which fictional character would you like to meet? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. That one's really hard. Uh, I, I really didn't. I can't think straight off my like my head. For this one, uh, you know what? I'll just pull one off. Katniss. I'll just, I'll say Katniss for now. I don't think that's true, but I'll say Katniss because it's the first one I could think of. Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games. <laughs> I don't know why. But. Oh, man. Getting Jennifer Lawrence over here real quick. Um, that is that is great. <laughs> so random it's, it's, it's such a weird pool it's such a weird pool no we're into it though uh if you could be an olympic athlete in what sport would you compete not um, soccer because you already play soccer skiing skiing i'd want to be a freestyle skier do you think you can compete and in, in maybe crack a podium um now no 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 we're close (laughs) but would I love to have the opportunity if I didn't have to like have a job and all this stuff to just devote my life to that 100% (laughs) I've watched enough of it if you can only eat three foods for the rest of your life what would they be oh blueberries oranges and like those dark plums <laughs> i feel like you're i feel like this is not gonna go well for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> no it won't but i love fruit like i'm addicted to orange juice like i can't, it's so bad like my one of my good friends um he would always make fun of me and just be like you're this is not healthy <laughs> you should not be drinking this much orange juice now like oh <laughs> you know what you might be right but it just makes it just feels my soul it just feels good <laughs> <laughs> it's like my one addiction like out of anything it would be orange juice if i crave anything orange juice so like most people are you know addicted to social media at your age nope it's orange juice <laughs> Hundred percent. That is, Sam. You're Orange such a, juice and email go, to, go perfectly together. You were such a weird individual, Sam. This is so great. <laughs> I enjoy this so much. <laughs> I try to think of myself more as quirky. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's such a better answer than mine. Uh, that's great. Last one. What would you choose? <laughs> what would I choose as three foods? 
taste of your own medicine. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> no, no one ever asked me questions. This is <laughs> ah, the role reversal on IAC today is, is wild. Um, wings for sure. I'm surprised you didn't go peanut butter and jelly if you eat it every day. I figured, you know, it's kind of kind of on that list. Yeah, but that's like three elements together, so I just didn't think it counted. No, it's one food. <laughs> it's like wings, but I'm also going to have honey barbecue sauce in those wings. And a little honey mustard in the side. True, I guess. That's great. So I would, I would have, and this is, I, I feel insecure now because of your answers and it's so healthy. I would have wings, burgers, and I had I had to throw something else in there, like something not American food that I like. So I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably throw some pasta in there, which is I, I'm gonna gain all the weight back that I've lost. But it's you know it's fine. We're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I no one ever asked me lightning round questions, Sam. <laughs> Thought I'd throw it back to you. You seem very surprised by my orange juice, so. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like I get it. Orange juice is great, but like <laughs> the fact that you like threw the word addiction, I'm like, okay, this is this is great. This is a nice little thing we can go off of, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> last one. It's it's one of the weirder questions we have on the list. What is the one sound you love the most? Oh, um, okay. I don't know if this counts. So, okay, I'll give you two answers. So, if it's just a natural sound, I definitely say probably the ocean. Like, sounds a little basic, but like, I definitely say the ocean. It's just nice to hear it, and it's like those. My coach used to tell me about positive and negative ions, and you get negative ions from uh like being around natural areas such as sitting on the beach or something like that it just makes you feel better um but yeah so i'd say that but also um, you know like that ambient sort of music i love those like those those sounds that they create i don't know how they do it but I love it. You can find it on Epidemic. You can find it on the internet. Just I'm in a digital audio comp and class right now, and a couple of my other fellow students create those like tones, and I love them. I could listen to them forever. That is uh, <laughs> that is one of the things I go to sleep to on this app. Uh, no free ads, but this this app called Headspace. And, I've heard uh, of that. Yeah, I use that sometimes, and it has like these ambient noises and like these sleep sleep songs and sleepscapes it's it's really nice so no free ads but but i mean go download the app yeah um i use calm yeah calm's Calm's another good one yeah i think i think lebron has stake in that one yeah i think he has like a little course it's uh about creating like a strong mind or i haven't looked into it yet but i've seen it as i've been choosing which one i want to do <laughs> and i keep scrolling past his but I'll, I'll, i will listen to it i eventually. I, I see the ad on instagram and it's like the cutting in and out of the i don't know what they what it is but it's like this it, it's obviously animated but it's like this line and it has like a bunch of slices of of, of a wall and this <laughs> this knife is swinging on a on a line and just cutting the slices like butter and they fall so softly and it's like so calming to watch. And I'm like, this is just, it's such a weird app, but it has like the, the calming ambient sound. I'm like I, I really want to look into it. And then LeBron is apparently part of it. And Anthony Davis said during the week that LeBron sleeps more than anyone he knows. Like LeBron sleeps like 10, 11 hours a day. And that's something I want to do. So I might download Calm after the show's over. I definitely need more sleep. That is definitely something I need. You know, I really <laughs> that's one of the things I appreciate appreciate the most about the, uh, the Argentinian culture is that it's, they go to like one or two in the morning, they sleep, and they start going to work at like ten thirty eleven. 
and just keep it moving. Which culture? The Argentinian culture. Oh. Then then Buenos Aires. That's, that's insane. That's what we need to do. <laughs> that's why yeah. like that's why if the World Cup ever goes back to Argentina, you do not bet on Argentina if they have an early game. Because no one's gonna be there. <laughs> and you hammer whoever's playing them. Like you just bet all your money on the other side. And it's great. That's soccer betting, and that's if anyone cares. Uh, Sam Frost, I'm so happy you made time for the show. And uh, where, where can people find you on the internet? Where can people find me on the internet? Yeah. Um, they can find me on Twitter. That should be Sam. Un- it's either underscore Sam Frost or Sam Frost underscore. Sorry, oh, I should have prepared no. this before. <laughs> I'm going to find out. Keep going. <laughs> and then... You can find me on Instagram too. Uh, Roth underscore video is my video account. Um, those are my two predominant ones. Or you can just scroll through the USD Toros um, team accounts or the actual account. And the video work in there is typically mine. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it that I can think of. <laughs> At underscore Sam Frost on Twitter. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure because Instagram's another way <laughs> for my personal. <laughs> <laughs> Your bio says gay sports. That's an inside joke. <laughs> that is that is incredible. All right. Well, I, f- I followed you on Twitter. I expect to follow back in the next 30 minutes. We're, Sam, we're friends okay. now. You came on the show. <laughs> that how it works? Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, this will go out sometime in October. Question mark. I hope so. Um, for Sam Frost, I'm Riley James, if anyone cares.